It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. And head coach. Yeah, graduate assistants running around trying to get guys on and off the field because all the coaching staff is now in Florida. Right. Coaching for the Gators. Um, no, this is this is a team that UofL should have been able to beat, even with the, the increase in talent. They should have been able to handle Mississippi State. Oh, I agree with you. No, I, but, I, I, that, that's the whole thing. But to me, what, what's worse is how they lost, and it was. All the things we saw in the middle of the season that were problematic came back. Poor tackling. Tackling the DBs flying around, tackling at the shoulders. Um, you know you know they're going to run the ball because that's what Mississippi State does. But yet and still in their first two drives where they run it down your throat, you still have just you know four guys line of scrimmage, two linebackers, and all your DBs, and you don't put any pressure on a quarterback. You allow a true freshman quarterback who's never started a game to get comfortable in the pass game and make some passes. Um, it was a horrible de- – the first two drives were just a horrible defensive effort. No, it was bad. I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was in uh, in in every phase, all three phases. I mean, when you talk about de- offense, defense, and special teams, outside of – uh, you know, just some individual players. I thought Stacy Thomas played good. Lamarcus Thomas on special teams uh, had some nice plays. Uh, you know, but I, I think for the most part, they just didn't play well. Like the, I, I thought the game plan offensively was bad by Bobby Petrino. The game plan. I, I think that de- defensively, the game plan was terrible as well. Um, I think that the conditioning of the athletes and the players that the guys look gassed in the first quarter. Um, no I just energy. Think, like, like they like they didn't no, want to be there. It, it, no, I don't think it was about not wanting to be there. I think that they looked at Mississippi State, a team without their coaches, a team without their starting quarterback, and took them for granted. I really and truly think that they just thought they could just walk in there and show up and win. And it, it was it was a battle. It shouldn't have been a battle, but it was a battle. Uh, Lamar Jackson, four interceptions. Now, one of those interceptions wasn't his fault. I mean, he threw the ball. Jalen Smith goes up with two hands. The ball goes through his hands, intercepted. But his other three, bad throws, just just bad throws. Overthrew his receiver on one, threw behind his receiver another one, and the last one, he just shouldn't have thrown the ball at all. It, it was, it was just bad. I mean, everything it was, it was, was bad, bad all around. All, all around, coaches, staff, um, you know, every the players. I just think everybody. It was just terrible. I, I just don't think it was a very good game. Uh, I don't think it was a very good game plan. And Louisville was, you know, a lot better uh, than Mississippi State 
but they just you can't continue to turn the ball over time after time. You can't do you it. You can't continue. You can't miss field goals. You had Blanton Creaky miss a, a chip shot field goal, and you it, can't get into the red zone time and time again and not score touchdowns. You can't be in scoring distance. You can't get gift wrapped fumble kickoff returns or fumble punt returns, things of that nature, and not convert the points. You you just can't do those things. And Louisville did all those things. Even Mississippi State literally tried to do what they wanted to do to give the game to Louisville. Louisville was like, no, no, we're not going to take it. We're we're good. We're good. We're going to stay over here and just middle around. We're good. And and it was just, you know, and the sad part about this game is that Lamar Jackson probably cost, cost himself a little money. Now, granted, I know a lot of people think, you know, well, it's just one game. It doesn't mean a lot. But actually, bowl games do kind of mean a lot because, you know, a lot of scouts going to be like, well, this is against SEC competition. No, I, I think that I, – I, 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 I think it costs himself a little money. I don't agree with you that, it's, that bowl games matter. I think that for the scouts and the analysts that want to say or prove their point, I think, their that, point. I, I think that they will try to use that they will. To, to try to prove their point. But if they're, it's a guy that they believe in, like, I don't know, Sam Darnold, they will make excuses for them. Like because Sam did. Darnold looked yesterday like looked horrible. And, but I heard excuses made for him. Like, see, this guy, you know, the, the same issues that Lamar – like, Lamar Jackson was under duress the whole game. Like, Mississippi State, with just a, a four-man rush, sometimes a five-man rush, literally had pressure in Lamar's face no. every Snap. Even with three men rushed. Every snap. They, they were getting in the face. But the same, we didn't hear after USC lost to Ohio State last night. All we heard was the excuses of, man, Sam Donald just didn't have any time, this, that, and the third. But then when I hear them talk about Lamar Jackson, the game's over, all I hear is, if he wants to play wide receiver, he should go to the NFL now. But if he doesn't want to play wide receiver, he needs to come back to Louisville. No. But the same, but to me, I think that's more about the guys that they believe are good, they're going to make excuses for. The guys that they have you know, issues with, they're going to say, see, this is why we say that. But I will say this. I'm fine with that. You know, I, I'm fine with Lamar Jackson not being the top two or three quarterbacks in this class. I'm fine with that because I don't want Lamar to go to Cleveland. <laughs> well, you ain't got to worry about that. I mean, I, I, I don't. Cleveland has the number one pick, and I think that that's pretty much cemented that that's going to be uh, Olsen. But I, I personally think that Lamar still should go pro. I think that Lamar has done enough, uh, and he has um, done enough in his craft to be good enough to go pro. Um, this game does not change my opinion at all in terms of his trajectory. Um, I just think that the time off, I, I think rust, I think um, – you know, not a great game plan. I don't think Bobby Petrino really put Lamar in a position to succeed. No, I, I think but, that but once again, it was the same issues we've seen early in the season when Louisville was struggling. You know, your offensive line is, is is getting beat, but you don't call any screens. You know, you don't call uh, any bubble screens. You know, you, you don't call quick slants. You don't call things to get the ball out of Lamar's hand as fast as possible. To kind of alleviate that rust. No draw run, no draw plays. They stopped running the ball with the running back for a while. So it was just all Lamar. Now, 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 one of my old coworkers is giving me a shout out. I'm going to say, What's up to Barry Swanson? My man said, uh, Comment on the absence of Alexander and Hearns, the two guys that sat out the bowl game uh, to get ready for the NFL draft. Um, how much do you put on those two guys uh, for what we saw out there? And what, what, what do you think about that? Apparently, it seems like when Alexander doesn't play, this off this defense is trash. Like every game he was hurt, this defense was just horrible. 
and couldn't do nothing. And it seems like when he when he goes out for some reason, the defense is trash. Now should it be that way? Of course not. You know, one player should not should not do that. But I but you know, I understand. I understand why Jair sat out because you saw a lot of Cardinal players get hurt. Treshawn, uh, the the backup DB went down. Treshawn Smith. Yeah, Trey I mean, Sean but it's, fo- it's football. So it it's sense. football. People get hurt. I mean, that's the thing that cracks me up. It's like, oh, he doesn't want to get hurt. Dude, you play football. You so, want to get hurt. You know, there's people, everybody, there's going to be there, there's going to be a stoppage of play for somebody being injured at least five to six times every game. Like, yeah. literally, it's football. Like, that's what happens. That's what happens. You but know, still, so. Do, do, now, do I, I understand him not playing? Yeah. I do. I, I do understand. So, so let me ask you something. And, and this is something I was thinking about during the game, just, you know, as people were talking about guys sitting out uh, and we saw some of the other players sitting out. What if you have, like, let's say an all-pro um, left tackle uh, decides I'm going to sit out the bowl game because it doesn't mean anything. And then that reserve left tackle, you know, gets the, court, the starting quarterback injured and get hurt, gets hurt because you have the backup there. I mean – do you think there's any responsibility to that? I mean, I, I think that to me, these are supposed to be your brothers. These are the people that you've gone to war with for four or five years. These are the people that, that you, you know, ate, bled, slept, uh, everything with, and you just leave them high and dry. Like, do you feel that there's any responsibility to these guys, you know, for their teammates, the people that they, you know, have called their family for the last several years? You know, yes, there is. You know, and, and there is responsibility to your team. But there's also responsibility to your bank account. And, you know, we saw this last year. As soon as Ohio, I mean, with Michigan's, as soon as the number tied in coming out of that class for a play for Michigan blew out his ACL in a bowl game, you knew from that point on the top-tier player is going to be like, eh, maybe not. You knew what's coming. Unless you're playing, unless you're in the playoffs, playing for national championship. Guys are like, hey, I, I, I look at my pocketbook. That, and I think coupled with CTE, and guys thinking, you know, how long is my career going to be anyway? Average NFL career is only three years. If I can get my paper now, I, I got to strike with an iron's hot. Now, now, our man Victor Cole says, uh, you know, in his opinion, he said, unless you're a potential first or second round pick, you need to play in non-playoff uh, New York New Year's Six games. What do you think about that? I agree with that. Because I agree. To me, James Hearns is a guy who's rated right now. Mel Kiefer is like the between the 12th and the 16th best defensive end. No, in, in he should have played. James should have played. James should have played. Now, Jair, I get that. Cause, Especially because he's coming off injury. Yeah. So, now, Jair, I understand because he's predict. I mean, in some draft boards – He's a first-round pick. No problem with that. Yeah. If Lamar wanted to sit out, no problem with that. And a lot of draft boards, he's still a first- or second-round pick. That's cool. I understand. Because you have to protect your wallet. you got to protect your investment. Yeah, I get that completely. Like James Hearns, <laughs> Negro, please. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, like the dude is like a fifth, sixth, seventh-round pick. I'm sorry. Like He's not a guy who's being considered one of the first, you know, First day guys, so you know for He's him not. To, to to not play in that that was kind of weak sauce for me. Uh, Tim uh, Hinkle, my man Hink, uh, said that you know what Lamar can't read the defense, and all I'll wow. say to that is they were playing against a top ten team coached by Ty Grantham, the guy that apparently Bob no. Petrino didn't think was good enough. Coached by Ron English, who we know is a good. Well, they were trained by, by by Ty Grantham. Yeah, and, and you know what Lamar didn't have a lot of time. I have to give all the credit to Mississippi State. They made the plays to get it done through in dire circumstances. But Louisville, you lost this game. You just Lamar, lost. You played. You lost. Crappy. But you know what? I'm not yeah. making an excuse. I, 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 I'm calling out everybody. Bobby was crappy. No, you know Simon what? was crappy. No, no, Lamar was crappy. Okay. It was now, terrible. First of all, we know Summer's crappy. He's been crappy since he got I, here. You know what? But you know what? I, I'm going to say this. When we come back from break, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I want to hear your thoughts 
about Bobby Petrino because I let out a tweet earlier that's that's it's going viral. Five zero two seven seven six thirteen fifty. I disagree. Just lost. And, and I want to. I'm, I'm going to tell you about Bobby Petrino and Cardinal fans. I want to hear your take on what I'm about to say about your head coach when we come back on the Main Event Sports Show. <laughs> My eyes on the throne since I came to this earth Greatness, I'm destined for more than the universe I'm a king, boss Rule everything I surveyed on my worth Put in work, work, work Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need some extra cash today? Do you have bad credit or maxed out credit cards? If so, turn your radio up. 45cash.com is one of the nation's largest personal loan networks with over 50 different lenders. Now you can get a personal loan for up to $5,000 with any type of credit discreetly from your computer or smartphone and with no paperwork to send in. That's right. No paperwork whatsoever. Your cash will hit your bank account as soon as tomorrow as our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history just have a checking account and a regular source of income go to 45cash.com and you can get the loan you need now regardless of your credit go to 45cash.com from your smartphone or computer to get the cash you need visit 45cash.com type www.45cash.com directly into the address bar That's 45cash.com. 45cash.com. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Prices and participation vary valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. We are back with your number one sports show, Main Event. Your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers in the building. And I can just say before you even get there, Haven, they just lost. Yeah. They just lost. There's no they excuses did. in it. I don't want to hear no other excuse about Bobby didn't have no game plan. Oh, Lamar didn't, didn't do this. He didn't do that. I them out. Yeah. I had to. I had but to. Here's the thing. Now Bobby Petrino. Bobby. Bobby Petrino is 1-10 in, in the second stint here at UofL, 1-10 against ranked teams, one and three in bowl games. So you have to ask yourself this, Card Nation. Bobby's <laughs> been here going on, what, five, six years now? Yeah. We've been averaging eight, nine wins a season. This should have been a ten-win season. This easily should have been a ten-win season. In the regular season. season. Yeah, regu- regular season without the bowl game. This should have been a ten-win season. I agree. Nine wins, I can live with that. But eight, eight and five is unacceptable. It's, mm. just, it's completely mm. unacceptable. <laughs> Not with this kind of talent. And having to turn the Heisman Trophy, which is unacceptable. But, but I'm going to pose a question to you guys. I said this on Twitter, and it called a, and it called a, lot, of, a lot of flat. So I'm going to see what you guys think. Keep it real, hey. Is Bob Petrino still an elite-level coach? I say he's not. I say Bob Petrino is a good coach. 
He's good coach. He's not an elite. When he was here before, he was an elite coach. He was that coach that could take you to the next level because <clears throat> that 2004 Cardinal team mm-hmm. and that 2006 Cardinal team, yeah. those were champion caliber teams. Those are teams that could have competed. The 2006 team was a missed field goal away. I mean, yeah, well, well, actually, excuse me, offsides away, a William Gay offsides away from playing well, in a national championship. Well, Haven, you know, I, I told you after the Wake Forest loss that until um, he starts acting like the guy known as Bobby Petrino, I was going to call him Robert. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Here, here's the thing. Do you stay with Bobby Petrino? Because, you know, you've been here long enough to know that this is it. You're going to be third Atlantic behind effort most years, unless FSU has a down you like to do now. But most years, you're going to be behind FSU and Clemson. Are you okay with that? As, I, as, as, as a UL fan, are you okay with being the third or fourth best team in the ACC year in, year out? Uh, well, well, 502-776-1350, uh, give, give us a hit up on the peer group highlight. I want to hear what you have to say. But I will tell you one thing, that I am glad that Louisville lost this game. And the reason why I'm glad that Louisville lost this game is for one reason. Why is that? if I never have to see a Peter Sermon coach defense ever again. Horrible. I the will take the loss. Mississippi State. I will take the guys it. Miss, the guys in the press box in Jacksonville were just laughing because they, they, they saw Peter Sermon last year. And they said, this is a Peter Sermon defense. This is what we saw all last year. And that's why you could have them. Merry Christmas. That <laughs> trade with Grantham was worth it. Now, now, now my dad, my, my, my pops, Ralph Myers, he, he checked in with us. He said, we win and all these points are moved. We should have won. We didn't. Uh, now no choice but to move on. Um, I, I will say this. I don't think the points are moved just because Louisville win. Because if, 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 let's say, Lamar Jackson doesn't throw that last interception, Louisville goes down and slides out with a victory. I think the narrative is still the same because I don't think it's good enough. I think that you feel happy that Lamar gets to go out with a win, but I think that the deficiencies, especially defensively, um, are issues that are going to be there. Now, I will say that for Bobby, the one saving grace that he has is I expect for Lamar Jackson to head to the pros. So that means that, that Juwan Puma Pass is going to be uh, your signal caller, your quarterback heading into next season. This is where his reprieve comes from. The, thought, the prevailing thought is Bobby got too Lamar-centric because he was just so wowed by all the things that he could do that he felt that you know the ball in Lamar's hand was the best choice every down. So, so the hope is with Puma Pass taking over, you get back to being Bobby Petrino, where it's balanced pass, run, you know, keeping defenses running off with balance. Running backs, not just and, running and, with the quarterback. And, and doing all those types of things. So that's going to be the question. Now, if Bobby stays with this kind of halftime doing the spread, halftime doing the pro style, the pistol, and it's not really running the eye formation and those types of things, the play action, if he does that, He's not going to have any more success than what he's had right yeah. now. I, I think that's been the biggest thing is that Bobby Petrino got away from what made him Being Bobby Petrino. elite. But, yeah. See, but now, now here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Texas A&M, granted, they have a lot more money than U of L. They decided eight four is not good enough for us. It's just not. We're going to backload the Brinks truck, and we're getting Jimbo Fish. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Are we done with that? Because I'm, I'm tired of crying. We'll I'm see. tired of crying. We're about to cry some more because I'm going to tell you know what. They know it. <laughs> Let's talk about UK and, and, and the Music City. Woo! They got robbed. Boom Williams <laughs> is UK's offense. No, Benny Snell. Benny, excuse me. Benny, Benny Snell, Snell is like yeah, UK's yeah. offense. And he got tossed for like, dude, the ref wanted to help, wanted to help him up. He didn't want the ref's help, so shoot the ref off. The ref threw a flag, contact with the ref. He's disqualified. 
Why is the ref getting in there in the first place? Why? Why is the ref even touching the player? He said they want help. Leave him alone. Like, I, I don't understand what the referee was doing in that case. Um, I wanted, just because, um, uh, oh, I can't think of the, the uh, Northwestern head coach's name uh, at the moment. It escapes me. Uh, that, I think it's, is it Fitzgerald? Uh, but but um, whatever the guy's name is, uh, Northwestern's head coach made some of the dumbest calls in the Ugh. world. I mean, he w- he did not put kick, uh, uh, you know, a field goal, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, five minutes remaining that would have extended the game to a six-point lead, um, went for it on fourth and one in their own territory at the 40-yard line and basically gift-wrapped Kentucky the opportunity to drive down with less than two minutes to go and, and tie the game and then ultimately go for the two-point conversion to win the game. I give Mark Stoops credit for going out, you know, kind of, kind of quote-unquote balls to the wall and trying to win it. But, but imagine if they had Snell. Oh, if, if they had Benny Snell, then they probably win the game. Um, they, they with, with, the with the way Northwestern played in that game. Um, you know, Kentucky came out there. They played extremely hard. Uh, you know, I, I hated to see Snell go out like that because he's probably about the only thing uh, with Kentucky that I like. I mean, uh, I'm, is, I'm about is Snell is like my favorite player on the Kentucky roster because he's that good. Well, let's take his slide. Let's, let's take his caller real quick. Let's go ahead and take his call. Go ahead, caller. Hey, guys. This is Chris Forehand. How you guys doing? Hey, what's going on, Chris? I was checking out a little of the game at work. I'm 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 uh I'm just in a bad mood, man. I mean, we lose the bowl game, we get blown out by Kentucky. But I'd like to ask you a question: Is Bobby Petrino going crazy? And here's why I'm saying that: Second and two, you pass the ball. Third and three, you pass the ball. First and ten, you do a reverse. And, and and Lamar Jackson goes out for a pass, and you got a running back throwing the ball who gets sacked 10 yards. I I mean, it seemed like play school, PlayStation football. I just want your feedback on that. No, I tell you Second what, and two, you pass the ball. Third and three, you pass the ball. First and ten, you run a reverse to your running back. You give it to your flanker or your wide receiver who throws it to your running back, and Lamar Jackson goes out for a pass. Well, well I, I tell you what, Chris, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think that Bobby <laughs> definitely has lost his mojo. Um, I, I think that um, he has um, had a ton of issues uh, this year uh, with some of the things that, that he has been doing uh, on the field. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you totally um, that – he, he seems to just – he never even – you know, since Lamar Jackson has been there, the fight between trying to figure out how to run his offense and how to uh, run this, you know, kind of spread thing, uh, this read option spread attack that Lamar Jackson runs, that kind of dichotomy between the two offenses has never really been smooth, and, and it's been a clear issue. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think that to a, uh, to a point – uh, you know, by Petrino's lost his mojo. Uh, but, you know, I think that because they were able to circle the wagons, finish the season 8-4, and four, even though they did lose the bowl game, I think that for Bobby Petrino, it's fine for him. He's going to have to come back and show he's going to do better. Peter Sherman, please go away, and, and we'll have to see what Bobby has. It, But you know what? If he doesn't get it done next year, I think his job can be in question. I'm okay with that. Man, I think we should trade Well, let's uh, take his call real quick. For English. Go ahead, Carl. What's your comment? Hey, uh, they need to get they, – they need to learn how to tackle. I had the worst defense I've ever seen in my lifetime since I've been a been a U of L fan. 
that is the worst defense I've seen. Some defensive backs, they hit people and they just bouncing off and they are not rapping or anything. I don't know what the fundamentals they're doing or whatever they they training them to do, but it's terrible. Hey, I tell you what, the only guy who tackles with with perfect form on the tackles is Stacy Thomas. Stacy Thomas, time. every time he goes to hit somebody, he's hitting them, taking them to the ground. Perfect form tackle, wrapping up, going to the <laughs> ground. Other than Stacy Thomas, a lot of those guys have issues. And then another thing that but I take issue with was the fact that Gigi Robinson was not available in the first half of that game because of that baloney targeting penalty at the end of uh, the Kentucky game. Uh, in a play that didn't matter, in a game that was over, and G.G. Robinson gets ejected from that game and has to miss the first half of the bowl game. That's a stupid rule. Like, that's absolutely but a ludicrous rule. It's a ludicrous rule, but and, – and, and they go to Carlos' point. Like, if you go back and watch the game, one of the things that you'll notice, and this is what we saw when Louisville was struggling on defense so bad the first half of the season, guys were running, and then Louisville's tackling guys around their shoulders. Well, they're tackling all the running backs around the shoulder. Either either tackling by the shoulder or trying to like ram them without wrapping up and just kind of trying to shoulder and knock them to the ground. That's why Chucky Williams got the targeting call. If Chucky Williams had a form tackle, ran up to him, wrapped his hands around him, and tackled him, he doesn't get ejected. He doesn't get a targeting call. I agree. No, I I, I totally agree. I mean, this was just a complete meltdown. And like I said, no, for Louisville fans, is is this what is this okay? Is this what be okay? They're looking for is eight and four, seven five each season. We'll be, we'll be okay. We'll be all right. Yeah, We're going to talk about this know. basketball thing on the, on the other side of this commercial, all right? Haven, Rashawn, we need, need some cheer up. It's New Year's tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Man, we're gonna, we're gonna don't talk. say we're going to talk about basketball <laughs> and cheer up because that's definitely. <laughs> I said New Year's, man. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how you can join your number one sports show tomorrow for New Year's and uh, hanging out with some of the biggest uh, famous people for New Year's Eve with the main sports show coming up next. Subject to eligibility, not available in Alaska, Missouri, and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates, not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. You've been driving your car for a few years now. It's old enough to make you a little nervous, but you'd like to hold off buying a new one as long as possible. Has your manufacturer's warranty expired? Is it about to? What if you lost your transmission today? Would it wipe out your savings or max out your credit card? Truth is, you may gamble yourself deeper into debt. Protect yourself from big, unexpected car repair bills with an affordable vehicle protection plan from Toco Warranty. It's easy and affordable. You pick the coverage, you even choose your own repair shop. When it happens, and it will, your plan pays your mechanic directly so you don't have to. Roadside service, towing, and rental car benefits are included. All for a fraction of what you'd pay out of pocket. Drive carefree with a simple phone call. 800-227-2137. That's 800-227-2137. 800-227-2137. We've reached it. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. The loud got me moving slow-mo. 
Chris Flo, this is for you, buddy. It's a man, you don't know. You're Eli, why they touching me? Like, I don't always keep the hammer next to me. Like, I ain't got a header to the left of me. Like, we ain't in these streets more than Sesame. But that chick, then why she texting me? Why she keep calling my phone, speaking? Every time I'm out, why she stressing me? You call it Stephanie? I call it we are back with your number one sports show. I can't, I can't, I can't get over the uh, Haven. Haven is, is is right now. He is so angry right now. Why are you so angry, Haven? Yeah, you know, this is. I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna say this: the whole Mississippi State thing. <laughs> Why you keep just, talking about it, man? It's, it's over. It's over, man. Let's, we got Mark. Let's, let's look, Mark Bacon's on the phone, but let's, let's let's cut into Mark Bacon. What's up, Mark? How you doing, buddy? How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. How you gentlemen doing? What's going on with you, Mark? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, and I just heard you say let's not talk about basketball. Come on, Rashawn. Is there like some body double in there for you? <laughs> Come no, on, I, man. I mean, seriously. No, no. I mean, I, we could talk about Terry Rozier. We could talk about Spider Mitchell. We can talk about John Wall. We can talk about Brad Beal. But we Joel are going to talk a little bit about this this abattoir that Rupp Arena was turned into yesterday. Ooh. Hey, yeah. I, I, hey, Mark, let, let, let me just ask you, just going down there and, and watching Louisville play, um, you know, pretty even with Kentucky through the first about, you know, 15, 15, yeah. 12, 15 minutes of the first half. Uh, and then just absolutely after uh, Ray Spalding picks up his second foul and goes to the bench after my mood's already sitting on the bench. And, and from that point on, you can pretty much draw a line between that moment and the rest of the game. Uh, what, what did you think about that whole thing and losing by 29 points on the road, the first time that Louisville has given up more than 80 points to Kentucky in any game since before Pat- Patino was the coach, back when Denny Crum was coaching? What did you think about that yesterday? Well, I think you said it, that, that, you know, so much stuff is said about Dang Adele is our best player. And I have been haranguing on our blog that, you know, Dang Adele is, is really, um, I don't think he deserves to start. I think he needs to come off the bench. It may school him. It may expose him. It may just show people he doesn't deserve to start. Um, NBA scouts, I know, are like, would laugh. If he said, like, Dangadel, is he NBA material that they're like, no. But Ray Spaulding really is kind of our best player. He needs to wake up more than he has. Um, I think it, it, it just, you know, the, I read some of the quotes that uh, Tim Sullivan, let's give him a shout-out, Courier-Journal, he, he does a heck of a job. But the quotes from the players, like, everybody just quit. Um, we played our worst game of the season. V.J. King's thing about we come back from the break, and the focus wasn't there. And it's indicative of how they played. And I think all of us have been saying, you know, on the blog and on the radio show, that focus has been a key problem. Don't you think, man? Hey, I'll I tell you what. I, I absolutely agree with you, uh, Mark. I think that this was, th- this was the first game where the sins of hearing guys talking about 
Um, all, you know, David's a little bit easier on us. He doesn't do all that yelling. We saw a team like Bellerman in the very first exhibition game really bully and push Louisville around. Yeah, um, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, we saw them play close to Bryant. We saw them play close to St. Francis. We saw them play close to Siena, teams that Louisville uh, under Rick Pitino have regularly blown out by 30, 40, 50 points. Uh, these teams, you know, contended with Louisville for long stretches uh, in those games. Uh, and I think this was the first game where we saw all the culmination of that come and really bite Louisville in the rear, and Louisville just got embarrassed. And I think, you know, w- when your players love to talk about, oh, you know, this guy's easy on us. He doesn't do all that yelling. You see Louisville players kind of, you know, lackadaisical on the court, sloppy with the basketball, taking bad shots. Um, nobody's really getting yelled at. Uh, you know, I understand that Dave has been put in a tough spot, but this is where you see uh, all that lack of discipline and that lack exactly. of having an edge bite you in the butt. Exactly. And it was ugly. Exactly. It was ugly. Yeah, I mean, if you hear coach is our friend, or you even, as, as um, none of us are casual observers, we're passionate fans. That's what makes Louisville basketball great. That's what makes uh, the city of Louisville great with this team. That's what makes the Commonwealth great with all our teams, not to diss Western or Murray or, or anybody. I, I think the, the state of Kentucky is uh, just the equal with Indiana and, and <laughs> North Carolina. That when you hear something like, you know, the coach is, is like our friend, and that's a little bit of hyperbole on me, that's bad news. You have to not fear the coach, but you have to respect the coach. Well, and we can, we can respect our friends, right? But when somebody's a disciplinarian, when somebody's trying to instill a little bit of a system, when somebody's just basically trying to, these next words, tell you what to do, you have to say, yes, sir, and do it. And the only player I've ever heard sit there and kind of have that yes, sir, no, sir um, attitude towards the press, um, and I would say that would carry that, that's a mirror of what he's doing with the staff is Ray Spalding. And he, he seems to have a, a little bit more discipline, but somehow not enough. Um, you know, I hate to pin it on David. I agree. He's been put in a bad situation, but I guarantee you, you know, Vince Tyra was up till about 7 o'clock this morning talking to every agent there is to, I don't know if it's Chris Mack, I don't know if it's Billy Donovan, I don't know if it's, you know, Shaka. You know, I wish it was Shaka. I think that would be great. Um, But, you know, you're not going to get him out of Austin. You're not going to get Chris Mack out of Cincinnati. I'm sorry. Everybody who thinks that because his wife is from Louisville, at the moment, Xavier, who are now sitting in high cotton with this program for the first time this season, get a whiff of Louisville trying to, you know, lure him away. Since we don't have George, since we don't have Patino, you know, they just got to slide a couple of bills across the table, and I think Chris stays. So, I mean, who would you think, Rashawn, Haven, Jay? Who who would be who would be the person they would go after? Well, you know, like, like right now, everything I'm hearing is still Billy Donovan's. From probably, here. yeah, probably focusing Chris on Mack. Chris Mack. But you know, I will say this: since you came on at the beginning of like August, when you first came out with your theory, I think the beginning of the NBA season, like two or three games in, you came out with your theory that Oklahoma City is going to fire um, Billy Donovan. Billy, yeah, and that's what it was going to get. I've actually started to hear a lot of people around town. <laughs> 
like, like, I mean, like, like, like run with that uh, scenario. The fault with my theory, which looked real good up until about two weeks ago when, when uh, Carmelo decides to, to buy into what Billy's doing, to buy into the fact that Russell Westbrook's better than you, Paul George is better than you, you need to pass the ball, you need to do the things that basically I saw Carmelo Anthony do with the U.S. Olympic team. Anytime I saw Carmelo Anthony play international ball, I still think he's one of the best basketball players in the U.S. for playing international ball. But that's indicative of how much he respects Mike Krzyzewski, how much he bought into that system. And I'll bet you if he plays, you know, this coming, you know, Olympics, he's going to buy into pop, too. Now I think that OKC is, is going to be a contender. They're on fire right now. If you've been watching the league... You know, Oklahoma City's a contender suddenly. Yeah, so, no doubt. I, I mean, uh, Billy. B- B- Billy Donovan is a very smart coach, and, 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 you know, he was definitely not going to continue. I mean, you have too much talent to be that bad, so it definitely does not surprise me um, that he is doing better. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that he is still a guy who, if Louisville comes calling after the season, even if the Thunder, um, you know, circle the wagons and make the playoffs, and, and even if they have a decent run, the question mark is, uh, you know, if you're going to look to get, get a guy – from the NF, you know, the NBA ranks is very difficult because the NBA season runs so far into right. the summer, and that's the issue that you come in with. That that's why right. I think that uh, you know any considerations for the guy Chris Mack is probably number one on the board right now um, because of that. Um, now a real board or a hopeful board? Oh no, I, I think board. I, I think it's a legit board. I, I think that Chris Mack is a guy who's going to get serious consideration uh, for the University of Louisville job. I, I think that he's a guy who would have interest in that. I think that. That you can have success at Xavier, but Xavier will never be the University of Louisville. And while uh, Louisville is going through some tough times right now, I think that you cannot buy that type of job. And I think that that right. job, even if you have to go through and suffer through a year or two of being down, it's no different than going to a team, uh, let's let's say UCLA in the mid-90s where they had losing records and or, or you know some of these other great powerhouses that's fallen on tough times and maybe you need to build for a couple of years before you can make a tournament. I don't think there's any difference. I think Louisville fans look at it differently like, oh, well we may not be able to make the tournament for a couple of years. Well, what's the difference between a formerly good team like, let's say the job that Chris Mullen has with St john's trying mm-hmm. to get st john's good again i mean mm-hmm. th- there's no different now, yeah one is because of probation the other is because of talent but i think you have the same type of building job there so if you want the job to me you want the job and, and if it's something that you're interested in you're got you've got to go get it so i definitely think that chris mack uh, is a guy who uh, louisville would look at and i think uh, louisville is a job that chris mack would like so i definitely think that he's a legitimate uh, option for louisville right now well, Rashawn, my brother, you, you, you've always crystallized the situation so perfectly, and you've said it with two things. One, you know, two words. One, with Chris Mack, you said the word probation. And I think Chris Mack has to look sideways at Louisville with, you know, what's going to go on with this whole thing, not just with Katina Powell wearing blue. Jesus, uh, Jay, I can't believe you posted that photo, man. That was <laughs> Stay off my page. I'm yeah. red, my brother, for the skin. <laughs> but also, you said the word buy, and Paul George's contract is up at the end of the year, and I seriously cannot see a guy who's got his eyes on Showtime, a guy who's got his eyes on going back to the Lakers, sticking around Oklahoma City. I, I think if, if I had the talent of anybody in the NBA, would I want to play in Oklahoma City? No, 
You know, I just, <laughs> nothing against good people there, question mark. But it just, <laughs> you know, it takes a special kind of person, I think. And I don't think Paul George is, you know, he's, he's, he's moving towards the end of his career. Why not? end up at showtime. No, no, yeah. Paul, Paul George and LeBron are going to end up in L.A. next year. I, you can go ahead and book that down. Y'all can yeah, bookmark yeah, that right now. Down. I agree. That, I that, agree. That, that's going to happen. Those two guys are going to be there. I, I absolutely agree with you there. But Billy Donovan, I think, you know, if he did want to, uh, you know, give a uh, – you know, ha- have an opportunity to take this job. He would have to pull a Bobby Petrino and literally leave his team uh, <laughs> during the season for that to happen. So, I mean, he's in a very difficult spot because it's like, man, I know that I'm probably going to lose these guys and it's going to be me and Russell Westbrook shooting 55 shots a game with a, a team that's not that great, you know, or I can leave and never have a chance to go back to the NBA again if I leave this team early. So it's definitely a, a very difficult situation to be in, no exactly. doubt. Um, now, now exactly. j- just kind of um, – um, other than you know the, the the disappointment of this game, what do you think the prospects are for Louisville moving forward for David Padgett and this crew? Because we do still have to get through the rest of this season. There's still so much on the table as ACC play begins this Tuesday. Uh, what, what do you think Louisville needs to do to get this done and make a push towards the uh, NCAA tournament? I think the wow, that's a loaded question. Um, I'm going to break it down a little bit, and I'll, I'll throw the hardball first, which is I do not think that Louisville will win 18 games this season. I, I really would be amazed if they did. I think Louisville is a bubble team come March. I honestly don't think that they will make the NCAAs. I think they will go to the NITs and be embarrassed by somebody possibly like George Washington. Um, GW won today, gentlemen, against St. Joseph's. Um, I, I, you know, Georgetown may be in the NCAA in the NIT. I, I just don't see Louisville making the dance um, this year. I watched the the Florida State Duke game today, and you know, Florida State's pretty close down the road with a real tough road trip with a Clemson team with a Jared Blossom gang game is gone from Clemson and they're, you know, excuse me, they're better. And then you got Florida state and that's just two punches in the mouth. And I don't think that these Louisville kids because of a lack of focus are mentally tough enough to absorb tons of body blows. It's like Mike Tyson used to say, you know, you got to play until you get hit in the stomach. David Padgett and this team have a plan, and they're going to have a plan against Pitt, and it's going to work because Pitt's no good. But after that game, their plan is going to get hit in the stomach, and how they respond will tell you anything. And if I'm going to prognosticate, I, I think they're going to double over. I just don't see any good. How do I fix it? I mean, heck, you know, Vince Tyra call me up, and I'll tell you how to fix it. But I'm, I'm no seer. I, I really don't have an answer. Hmm. I really would like to see, um, I'd like to see, uh, what's his name, um, McMahon. I'd like McMahon. to see him start. I really would. I'd like to see McMahon and he start. No, I, I totally agree with you. And once again, you'll listen to the Main Event Sports Show. That is the uh, the soulful voice of Mr. Mark Beck, Main Event DC. Uh, the, 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 the man uh, with, with all the answers. I love it, Mark. <laughs> After the show, let's go back to Haven's crib and watch Black Caesar. Hey, Mark, right. hey, let's take a small one break. We're going to come back. We'll talk a little bit more about some uh, NBA. Donald Mitchell has, is hitting the surface. And man. he had a mix. CD, video. Oh. oh my God, it's nice. Oh, dope. 
Oh my God, it's nice. Hit me. The point where the only way to make Tuesdays any better is by having more boneless wings. That's why here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we've invented Boneless Tuesdays. It's a celebration where if you order boneless wings at full price, you'll get another of the same size for free. This works for dine-in or takeout. Every little bit counts. And on Tuesdays, every boneless wing counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Sports. Prices and participation vary. Valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Alaska, Missouri, and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. You've been driving your car for a few years now. It's old enough to make you a little nervous, but you'd like to hold off buying a new one as long as possible. Has your manufacturer's warranty expired? Is it about to? What if you lost your transmission today? Would it wipe out your savings or max out your credit card? Truth is, you may gamble yourself deeper into debt. Protect yourself from big, unexpected car repair bills with an affordable vehicle protection plan from Toco Warranty. It's easy and affordable. You pick the coverage, you even choose your own repair shop. When it happens, and it will, your plan pays your mechanic directly so you don't have to. Roadside service, towing, and rental car benefits are included. All for a fraction of what you'd pay out of pocket. Drive carefree with a simple phone call. 800-227-2137. That's 800-227-2137. 800-227-2137. didn't get a present for everybody on my list. And they'll feel dissed. But wait, I'll check on Groupon, an instant gift experience. Pain class, sushi, no chip manicure, no crowded mall, nothing to wrap. Found something for everybody with the Groupon app. Need last-minute gifts instantly? Give the gift of experience. This holiday season, Groupon has something for everyone. Download the app and save. Groupon. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know who this kid was. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, he doesn't play like a rookie to me. Candy paint with the white on top. Lambo doors or the woo-up drop. If you busy plotting on what I got, kick in your door and swat you thought. $100,000 on the tabletop. Half price my whip, same price my watch. Got no jumper, but I ball a lot. Bitch on your stony, I do it I want. Candy paint with the white on top. Lambo doors or the woo-up drop. If you busy plotting on what I got, kick in your door and swat you thought. $100,000 on the tabletop Half price my whip That is Donovan Mitchell's uh, mix CD It's called 100000 On the table, Rashawn And Mark and Hayes Yes, sir, he said 100 grand on the table Man, wow He had a uh, signing uh, thing today It had a, all the way around the mall in Utah I mean, it was packed, Rashawn. Do- Donovan I Mitchell believe. is the hottest name to me right now in, in the NBA in terms of the rookies. I think he may have even taken over ben, uh, ben Simmons as the hottest rookie in the NBA. Don't you think so, Mark? I agree. Well, I think so. I think I think the person who's buying with him right now is Jason Tatum. 
Um, yeah. And and does, you know, Jason's playing a great game. And real quick, I just got to honor our friend Jay Has because we go into that break in full effect with PE. Thank you, Jay, and just everybody in Louisville knows this man is a legend. And also recognize him for living his faith in Jesus Christ. And I know how Jay and our friend Farrell have changed my life. So I thank you, sir. I really do. There we well, go. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. We appreciate go. that. Hey, Mark. Mark, man. Hey, thanks for calling in, Mark. I can't wait to hear your comments next week because next week I have a feeling we will talk a whole lot of NBA next week. Oh, so. yeah. We got it. We got it. We got a bunch of stuff. The, uh, the Wiz were red hot last night against one of the NBA's best teams, shot a, a uh, team record three-pointers, and we're going to play Chicago tomorrow night, so we might be dragged down. That's the way this team goes. But I want to say Happy New Year to you three, my brothers. Happy New Year to West Louisville. Happy New Year to everybody. Peace, love, happiness in 2018. He's not my president. Let's bring him down. There we Happy go. New Year to you, Mark. Happy <laughs> New Year to you, man. Hey, you know what I want to hear from Mark's theme music? He's a soul man. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, no, no, no. So, no we're not go we need to do that. We need to do that. I like that. Thanks, Mark. You're too kind. You're too kind. Happy hey, New Year, man. Happy New Year, Mark. Man, Mark Bacon, main event D.C. calling in. Always coming in strong. Hey, but car fans don't dismay. The ACC conference uh, schedule is about to kick in. UofL uh, should, should, should be okay. Hey, I'm going to put it like this. My biggest thing that I would change for David Padgett, first of all, I would be starting Ryan McMahon. That's yes. first of all. Ryan McMahon should be starting. I think you have to put either one of Dingadell or uh, VJ King on the bench. Both of those guys Both are pretty are much the same dude because neither one of those guys make plays for others. They don't make anybody else better. And Louisville needs more players on, playmakers on the floor, not less. Um Side to side. I mean, he's okay, but both of those guys turned the ball over way too much. Oh, uh, the guy that I'm disappointed in is Darius Perry. Um, I, I thought that he was going to be a kid that could be dynamic with the ball in his hands. He needs to quit shooting the ball, get back to attacking. Um, and guys need to learn that they have jobs on a team. They need okay. to learn their role. These guys don't – nobody has roles. Like outside of Quentin Snyder and Ray Spalding, no other guy on the team really knows what they're supposed to be doing. So, I mean, as guys move into the new year, we get ready to start ACC play, um, you know, on the uh, – you know, for, for the new year. These guys have got to learn their roles. Everybody's trying to do everything. You got Malik Williams out there trying to shoot threes. You got Lance Thomas who hasn't been in the game at all uh, playing. Uh, we got a caller in. Uh, let's bring him on in. Go ahead, caller. Hey, right, what's going on with you, caller? What's up, man? It's Hank, dog. I know who this is. What's up, dog? Come on, Hank. Give it to us hot. All right, man. Look, man, I, I don't know why y'all keep talking about this football team, man. Look, Lamar's not good for the football team. He's good for himself, but he's not good for the team, man. I mean, if I was a running back, like I've said many times, I wouldn't want to go to U of L as long as Lamar does. Because I know I ain't going to never get an opportunity to shine. Because he ain't giving that ball up, man. He's not giving that ball up at all. So why would I want to go there, wait for him to toss the ball to me, and he's going to look my way? You no, know what I, I'm So there's no, there's no need to rebuild that. To me, I mean, you know, y'all y'all say what y'all want. This might be a controversial statement about the thing. He's a stat selfish. He's selfish to me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's all it is. He's all for self. And I can't blame him because that's what most kids are. They're all for self. But, man, if you really about this team, then you be handing that ball out to that running back. You be looking to pass because you got options in that offense. If you're supposed to be a, a legit, real quarterback, you have options. 
And one of the options is handing that ball off. One of the options is dumping out to a tight end. I mean, making the right passes, making the right reads. You know, run where you have to run, but don't run just, just on GP. So, I mean, until that happens, I mean, he ain't going to never be a legit quarterback. Once you go to the NFL, he's going to be there. He's just going to be a guy on the bench on the clipboard. He'll never be a legit uh, serious threat as a quarterback in the league. I mean, he's just going right now to get that check for him and his mama. And I understand that. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But as far as anything else, I, I can't take this man serious. And if you notice, all of Bobby's teams that's been good had a good quarterback and a good running back. You don't have that. You have a good athlete. You don't have a good quarterback in your You have a good athlete. That's all Lamar is. He's a good athlete. He's the best athlete in, in college game. I give you credit for that. But as far as a quarterback, no, he's not. He was the best quarterback last year when he won Heisman. Deshaun Watson was. And his obviously he wasn't one this year because Baker Mayfield won it. Okay, hey, about this basketball. okay, cool, man. Hey, we're hey, out of time. Definitely man. appreciate the comment. I totally agree with you. You may represent Big Blue Nation, but uh, my brother, I know you know what you're talking about. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that Lamar Jackson, uh, the post Lamar Jackson era, to me, for the University of Louisville, may actually be better. Uh, just hey, because you know I, I think everybody just got a little bit too consumed with Lamar. I know we got to hit it, but definitely appreciate the call. Hey, I want to thank everybody for calling in. Have a happy new year. And don't forget, folks. Without any struggle. There is hey, no hey, progress. Hey, hey, you've got one thing real quick. Hold on a sec. you got one thing. you got one thing. Uh-oh. Happy New Year's to you, man. First of all, Hayes and uh, Rashawn, I don't know. Hey, Happy New Year's, people. I know what. I'm going to hang out with some big, big, big dudes tomorrow. Oh. Big dudes tomorrow. I'm going to hang Uh-oh. out with some uh, famous Small people. No, excuse me? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with some, uh, some, some good friends of mine flew in for New Year's. Man, we're going to have a great time tomorrow. Some of the former NFL and former NBA players. And a couple of college players. I'm not going to mention who they are, but if you want to join me in Haven or Rashawn, call me here at the station right now, and uh, I can tell you where we're going to be meeting at tomorrow for New Year's. And Louisville, we love you. We see you in 2018. You're the best. We want to thank you for taking time out on your uh, Saturdays at 6 p.m. to 7. Thank you, Louisville. You made us what we are today. 2018, we see you. I'm a king. Boss. Rule everything, I said, ain't on my work Put in work, 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 work I run the turf like a running back Hit me the ball and I ran it back Go every time like I'm in the sack I run the team, call me quarterback I ain't come from the bottom, but still had to grind for it uh, Pop light it on me, but mama, she ride for me Tell him, Jim We win Y'all need so long, it take a lifetime of us to try to spin it Grabbing the bra with a number, we ballin', we the one contending Pull up and fall, it look like an alien, it can hop a penny Ain't nobody out of that fire